podcasting from my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 12. This week is a longer episode because it's the podcast panel that I sat on with John Brownstone, husband, kinky man, and business partner, as well as with Andrew and Pixie of Kinkcraft during the recent 2018 Eroticon in London. We took questions from the audience and what people wanted to know were the hows of making a podcast work from the technical side to the promotion and finding an audience side. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced every Wednesday and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at The Smut Lancer. This week's episode is brought to you by Blueberry, a podcasting hosting solution that makes podcasting affordable and easy. If you're thinking of creating audio content and want a hosting service and plugin that integrates with your website and offers great analytics, check out Blueberry. I use Blueberry for this podcast, the Loving BDSM podcast, and the Masturbation Monday podcast, and it's easy, affordable, and has great tech support. Use the code Kayla Lords, all one word, to get one month free to try it out. Again, that's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y, Dot com and use code Kayla Lords for one month free. And before we begin, a little confession. So when we all sat down to do this panel at Eroticon, I was in total loving BDSM mode because whenever I have John Brownstone next to me and there's a microphone on, I think I'm talking to the loving BDSM audience and that's where my head was. So if there are times where it sounds like I'm talking to kinksters and not smutlancers, uh, please forgive me and just blame the jet lag. I hope you enjoy the episode and get a little bit more insight into podcasting and even maybe a little bit more about how Eroticon kind of feels and how people interact, um, whether you're able to attend um, Eroticon and miss the podcast panel or you couldn't go at all and just want a little taste of it. I hope you get something out of it. And if you have any other questions after you listen to this episode, especially about podcasting, if it's something you're interested in, always feel free to reach out and I'm happy to help. I don't even know how we introduced this. I was going to go for my normal intro then. I will. I'll have mine memorized after all these episodes. I could have to read it. Hi, this is Kinkcraft. My name's Andrew. I'm Pixie. Oh, this is Loving BDSM. I'm Kayla. And I'm John Brownstone. And this week, we are coming to to you live from Eroticon, uh, the, the, the lovely snowy London that has come out <laughs> yes. of nowhere. It's spring and it's snowing. Yes. Mm. I tried to pack Florida weather. Really, I yeah. did. <laughs> really, I was like, just come with me, Florida weather. Come with it's, me. It's the Dutch contingent. They brought it over ah, with them. Ah, yeah, that's, there's, okay. there's so many of them here, they brought it with them. As long as we can blame it on somebody. <laughs> so for this session, this is so this is all about podcasting. In case someone's come in and they're like, oh, but I was here for the back bed. <laughs> Sorry, it's across the, road. It's across the way. <laughs> uh, so, so we're here to talk about podcasting. So if you've got any questions, feel free to just stick your hand up and shout them out straight away. But we've actually got a whole ton of questions prepared. But feel free to, this is an interactive session. I want, I want everyone here, if they've got questions and they've got stuff they want to know, I want them to just stick their hand up and say, well, how does this work? How does that work? Why do I want to do it? So that's, that's where we're going to go from. But we said we were going to start with the technical end. Yes, because mm -hmm. I think that for some people, it's the technical aspect is the scariest because you have this impression that maybe you have to have a lot of equipment and a lot of know-how and I will start with how we started and how I started, mm -hmm. which was as simple as I opened my laptop. I downloaded a program that is free called Audacity. I actually right. had it because I'd 
been interviewed on another podcast, so I had it, but that's the program I used. I hit record it and I started talking. And that mm-hmm. is all I did. I didn't use a special mic. I didn't get a special program. I just hit record and started talking. Now, the first time I did it, I did have a script because I was afraid I would say all the wrong stuff, and we'll get into that later, (laughs) but it was that simple. Um, I know you can use your phone as well if you want to do that, Um, but that's where we started, and now we simply still use Audacity because we like free, and we have a better microphone, and that's all we've done. It's been a $200 investment. Yeah, the the microphone we use, it's a very simple microphone. It's a USB microphone. Uh, Plug it into the back of the computer through the USB. And away it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing super fancy. You can get as fancy as you want, but um, <laughs> you know, keep it simple from the beginning. It it doesn't really take much. But I think I think the, the biggest thing for me is you can just start on your phone. If you've got any modern phone with a pair of headphones and a mic on it, that is literally all you need. Mm-hmm. You don't need yeah. a special room in your house. You don't need special soundproofing. You can just be out and about and do it. It's much more important what you say than how you sound. Um, I mean, for us, I've gone, I've gone slightly different. <laughs> You're looking at our setup mostly. I have a few other bits and pieces. Um, but that's because I'm a, bit of, I'm a bit of a gadget fan. So if I can buy a gadget, I will. And I ended up buying a couple of gadgets. Um, but the advantage that I would say that I have over what you're doing is I can record onto this thing. I don't have a computer involved. So that yeah. when my computer decides, oh, I'm going to go blue screen now, or I'm going to, you need mm-hmm. to do an update. I'm going to start. And it's like, no, that's that's taken care of. But it's not essential. If you've got a phone, you've got everything you need to get started. And I think that's the most important thing for me. That, that's why it's such a great platform. Right now, the question that usually comes after that is, but the, isn't it important to have the good setup so you have good sound quality? Now, sound quality is important. Okay. Yeah. Most people, when they realize you are a a baby podcaster, just like when you're a baby blogger, they don't expect perfection, okay? The important thing is to start and to start talking, to figure out what you want to talk about and to get used to the idea Mm. of recording your voice. Yes, a quiet room is always best. We have joked, and it's true, (laughs) the first 70, 80 uh, episodes Easily. we recorded in our bedroom closet because it had the best acoustics best and we would sit on the floor <laughs> with the laptop and just talk and many times we'd say live from you know from the closet we're in the closet mm. again um we're gonna come out of the closet later we, when we got the new mic we joked about how we came out of the closet <laughs> <laughs> um so yes it is important to have a, a quiet background if you can but it is more important just like with blogging it's more important to get your content out and you can work on that rest yeah. later sure. yeah go for it so, oh, yes. <laughs> you just want to be close to me. I know how it yeah, is. Yeah, that's how it For everybody is, yeah. who can't hear, we're taking a photo right now. <laughs> or can't, can't see. And I'm just moving out the way. Because... I don't know. Are we visual? Are we audio here? Right? So we, but we did have a really good great question from Sub B, who's in the audience, which is, how do you get used to listening to your own voice? Because if you're going to do a podcast, that's something you're going to have to face. You have to get used to your own voice. And from my perspective... I actually don't mind my own voice now. I, initially, I wasn't a fan. I really wasn't. I'm like, oh my god, mm. I sound, I sound so much better in my head than I do recorded. You don't have to. You can have somebody else edit it, because <laughs> I never listen back to any of no, our podcasts. That's true. Not yeah. because I don't like the sound of my voice. I, d- I don't want to hear it. I second guess everything I say if I listen to it back. So Andrew does all the editing, yeah. and I don't have to listen to it again. We have a question from the audience. Oh, I love that. It's not really a question. It's more of a, of a potential answer to that question, something that I've been doing, is ease yourself in by guesting on other people's podcasts. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And bear in mind that how you sound to yourself is not how you sound to others. Right, and you're yeah. already talking to people and they're yeah. not running screaming from yeah. rooms when you have yeah. conversations, so your voice is fine. Um, I did not like mine at first either, and it, for me, has been just something I get got used to, and now I'm, I'm used to it, I'm comfortable. And I do sometimes, well, on Loving BDSM, we record over an hour, sometimes an hour and a half shows. I do not have time to listen to those. <laughs> but I run another podcast called The Smut Lancer, and those are 30 minutes or less. And because it's still so new, I do listen to those. And I do tend to second guess myself, like Pixie said. Uh, but I listen back to make sure I didn't say something that was certifiable. And I'm like, okay, I sounded intelligent. I, you know, words were coming out of my mouth in the proper order. And then I'm, I'm good. But it did... It's sort of immersion therapy. You have to go in and just listen mm -hmm. to yourself. But you are different Me, about I'm, that. I'm a little different. Um, I do not like listening to the sound of my voice. Um, it is not something I have gotten used to, even after almost two years. Um, and yet, I, I look back in, um, and this goes back probably about 10 years. Um, I was invited to sing in choirs. <laughs> so apparently, people do like my voice. But to listen to it, it's not something that I I like, but I do it. Because well, creating I enjoy the content it. is more Create, important. Creating the content is more important, yes. When you have something to say and you, it's right. important enough to share it, if it's important enough to share it, it's easier to sort of overcome that. We have another question from the audience. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was just a couple minutes late, but you said edit. Oh, that, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a good what question. What are talking about? Like you're, taking, you're taking out all the ums and the ahs, or how do you, is it splicing, or I don't know, like what does that even mean? So I don't even want to, because you, you, you do it slightly differently how to I do it. Okay. We do. We do. Um, we, in, the, in the program Audacity, uh, you get a, an audio file, and the editing, we used to edit very heavily in the beginning, where, yes, if there were any prolonged silences, you used to go in and, and you snip them out, you, you cut them out, basically like you're working in a, a Word document. You do a, a cut, you know, you cut out a section of the document or the um, audio file. You know, you, you clip out ums, you, you can string with, with audacity, you can even string in other pieces of audio like musical intros, outros, different things like that. Um, these days, we do very little editing. <laughs> of our podcast because it seems to be people like hearing us as we are. And that means when I forget a word in mid-sentence and I can't think of the word I want, or we're in mid-thought and I go, oh my gosh, what was I saying? Yes. That's in there. And for us, I think it's it was because it was so time intensive for us to do that. When you have an over an hour long episode, the, to then go back yeah. in and stop and pause and cut and start again. We were spending more time right. and it's worked for us because for us, it's a conversation. So you expect that when people talk to each other, that stuff kind mm -hmm. of comes through. And our listeners have said to us that that's what they like. For them, it feels like they're sitting down at our kitchen table. Now, we talk about coffee yeah. a lot. It's kind of a thing with us. So <laughs> yeah. they say it's like sitting at our kitchen table and having coffee with us. And so we just yeah. keep being who we are. We trim the ends if we, we need we, to, We right? trim the ends and add the intro and outro music. Um, it kind of came about by accident. At the time when we first started the podcast, I was still working a full-time job. 
and there were times we recorded late at night. Oh my gosh, there are times we still record late at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it still does happen, but it's it's not as critical. You know, we we recorded a few times late at night, and I would have to be up at four o'clock in the morning the next morning. Here it is almost midnight, and we're finishing up. It's like, no, I am not going to do any heavy editing tonight. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of happened by accident that way, but it, it kind of... It's worked. It worked out for us in that aspect, yes. Now, we're only one end of the spectrum on it. <laughs> yes. So so what we do is we do two different parts to our podcast. We've got the discussion part, which is very much like yours. Once we start, we don't... Yeah, it's a conversation. We don't stop. And that barely gets edited at all. Trim the ends, add the music. As you said, that's what you want. Well, really quick, you both said trim the ends. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So... So, no, that's, 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 that's a brilliant question. So this is the thing. Once you get into it, you get very used to doing what you're doing. You, very, you fall into it very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. But if you've never done it, you're like, I don't even know where to start with this stuff. So what we're doing right now is we're recording the audio onto this thing, and then we're going to take it into a program after we finish. Now, I'm going to take it into Adobe Audition. You're going to take it into Audacity. Mm -hmm. So, But imagine everything we say is a big, long line. And on that line is all these spikes. And that's, as we speak, you can see these lines coming down. And you can then say, right, I don't want that bit. I'm going to I'm going to chop that out, literally pull it out. And you click with your mouse. Click, and click. Trimming the ends well, is the beginning and the end. Yeah. Yes. Trimming the ends mm -hmm. is like you've got the bit, the, the, the prattle we have at the beginning and the prattle we have at the end. Okay. Just cut that out because, because nobody wants to hear that. So that's just trimming it to so it's... A, a good piece of content mm -hmm. and then adding music into it and other doing bits and, and pieces like any that. Any software you decide to use, whether it's Audacity or something else, there are a million YouTube videos on it. Yeah. Yeah. A million. Mm -hmm. And they will walk you through. You go here, you click this, you do that. And if all you ever learn is, let's say, let's say Audacity because that's our comfort level. If all yeah. you ever learn how to do is to clean up the ends and add your intro and outro music and that's all you ever do, that's legitimate. You don't, I mean, you might get to a point, there have been times we were talking and the doorbell rang and the dog started barking and we both went, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, write that time down. We're going right. to cut that. We are going to cut that part yeah. out. Um, and it, so it becomes a useful skill to learn. But once you know how to do those basics, then the rest falls into place. Yeah. And it's one of those things, it can get as technical as you want. As you go further and further, you will get more and more technical. As you start to get an ear for what you're doing, you, listen, you can listen to your own voice go, I don't like that. I can adjust it. You will just get more and more technical like you would with any tool. But to start with, it can be so... In fact, you can do it on your phone. You can record the audio. And on the phone, you can edit it. Much like you can do an Instagram. Go, there's a bit of video. Actually, no, I don't want that bit of video. It's exactly the same sort of thing. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I have two that I do. One is a discussion. There is almost no editing on that at all. The other one we do is reading the article that we've had written. So we just did one of your articles. That is massively edited because it's scripted. Because it's not a discussion that flows, you'll read a bit and then go, no, that's not right. And you'll want to keep coming back and you'll chop it up into lots of little pieces. Or I just mess it up when I'm oh. reading it. Yeah. And he sits there laughing at me, not being able to pronounce words. So that's all got to be cut out. So that does require a lot heavier yeah. editing. But it's not necessary at all. I have another question. <laughs> um, about content. I know you guys do it every week. Are you guys weekly too? We used to be. We've, we've slowed down a little bit at the moment, but we're starting to but, pick up yeah, again. Yeah, but we're picking back um, up. So how do you guys come up with content? Do we have a technical question? Yes. Let's make no, sure it's more, more of a statement. Um, because obviously we run live, 
Yep. We have what we call charlotteisms. <laughs> we do something like reading a news item. Um, for whatever reason, we managed to pick the most obscure people's names in the world. And Charlotte will invariably get the I'll, I'll make a look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a look. But what we do is we kind of embrace that and that has actually become part of the They show. go, yeah. I think, yeah. rawness of our last one. There was a word I could not get it to come. I could not say it right. It's anybody who happens to listen to the end of our podcast, past the beat, will hear the bloopers, which he has very kindly put in there of me. It's it's human. It, yeah. it you know, I can take being laughed at a bit because even I sat there and I at one stage I couldn't speak because I was laughing too much. Um, you've got to have a bit of humour. This is it. Podcasting is a very personal medium, and that's mm. the point. Right. It's not just words on a page, it's you, the person, reaching out to the people who are listening to you. And it's very, very personal. Someone can be sitting there on a tube, I know I've done it, and it's like the person's talking directly to me. Which is when you laugh out loud in public, and then you remember nobody else can hear <laughs> yeah. what you're, you're hearing, and you think, oh my gosh. Two years. Let me, real quick, to yeah. yours, we do a thing. I'm known huh, for rambling and ranting. And we actually had a couple of listeners who messaged very politely, and they said, we love your podcast, but when you go off on a rant, I lose the thread of what you were saying, which, fair, I, so do I. That's part of the problem. So what we ended up doing was taking all of those things that were kind of on topic but not really, and we put them into what we call the bonus section. So if you come to our podcast and and, and our listeners right now are going, we know what she's talking about. Um, <laughs> you come to our podcast for like the first 45 minutes to an hour, you're going to get content, what you're there for based on our topic. And then we do a little quick outro, keep it kinky right. y'all. And then we run our music and we wait a few seconds and then we start our bonus section and we talk about stuff that has sometimes nothing to do with nothing kink. Nothing to do it's with the show at all. Or any, yeah. And we have... We have listeners who will tweet at us and say, I listen all the way to the end. And it's like a badge of honor <laughs> to be able to say, I'm like, first of all, badge of honor, yes, because you stuck it out all the way. That's but that's true. how, part of how we humanize it. We are definitely just ourselves, but we recognize that the content has to come first and we need to make that a priority. That's why people show up in the first place. But for people who want a little bit more and who like some of our quirks, Two o'clock fire alarm. Two o'clock fire alarm. Fantastic. I marked it. Okay, good. Okay, good. We'll just wait for it to finish. I'll let it go by. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Unless it's a real one? No, it's not. It's a real one, but it's a very loud one. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is something that gets edited. Yes. Yeah. I'm not even trying to talk over that. <laughs> I'm a sh oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> and of course I lost my train of thought. That's okay. Um, but that's that's how we do it so that we can put content first right. and then be ourselves. And some people have appreciated that, I guess is a yeah. word for it. And we we're sort of slightly to answer your question, you know, what kind of content do we put out? Um, we have articles that have been written by other people, and the article will be it can be anything. Can be anything. It can mm -hmm. be anything. It can be. We've had articles from um, sex workers through to puppy play, puppy play, wrestling. I learned so much yeah. from y'all. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we take it. We have a discussion because we found we were sitting talking about these articles ourselves and going, why aren't we? 
recording this because this is more content. It's another form of content. And our format is a little different. It starts with the rants. Yeah. Generally, <laughs> opposite way around. A certain Which, person. again, people say they love. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be anything. It's generally something in the news. Quite often it's political. Yep. Um, and once in a while there's a pixie praise in there. So something that I particularly feel is worthwhile, such as Australia finally getting their act together and, and giving equal marriage rights, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but so New Zealand was first. Of course, yeah. <laughs> New Zealand. New Zealand did it way before them. <laughs> but for us, for content, now between the two of us, we have three podcasts now, okay? Mm, yeah. so, yes, because I don't like to sleep. Who wants to sleep? Okay, so loving... Four. Shh. <laughs> so on Loving BDSM, it's very... Sometimes it's driven by our audience. Now that we were right. 122 episodes in... They will say, can you please talk about this? And so we will. Right. We keep a running list. Other things we get questions from and our audience. They they will send us inquiries. You know, um, this is going on in my life and, and this and that. Right. You know, what do I do? And and it becomes a, an, an episode topic. Especially if we find ourselves talking big picture about it. And we go, right. oh, we definitely need to record this because this isn't... We're going to answer that person's specific question because they're giving us details that are specific to their life. Right. But when we see it's a bigger, broader topic, then we're going to talk about it. Um, and then sometimes we go, what's going on with our life? Just like blogging. What's going on in my life that's right. weird or crazy or, well, I don't know. Oh, we're not being very kinky right now. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, and then it's, you know, a life lesson. Now, on um, the Masturbation Monday one, that one, I could see where bloggers could easily just, because I stole the idea, it's not my idea, you take old posts that have already been written and you read them. Now, in that case with Masturbation Monday, authors have to uh, tell us they're okay with us Agreed reading it. You know, we're not going to just take their content and do it. No. But it's, it's curating old content, making it new again um, for people who aren't going to read, but they might listen. Um, Smutlancer is what's on my mind right now. Like, what would I really like to rant about on Twitter where that is not helpful at all <laughs> that I can expand into a conversation? It's the things you're thinking about. And it doesn't always have to be specifically about sex or specifically about... It can be about life things. You know, mm-hmm. things... If you, the way I do it is if I'm driving down the road in my car and I'm talking to myself and I'm getting more and more heated and passionate about a topic, it is probably something that could in some way be a podcast episode. Um, but it is helpful for those times when you go through the drought of ideas and then the sort of the flood of ideas. Keep a list. Always yeah. keep a list because then when you're like, I don't know what to talk about, we, you go back we, to your list. We use a program called Trello. And we have a shared board between us, and anytime any one of us gets an idea, we we pop that idea into Trello, mm-hmm. so we can both see it. And there are times we have our Friday night Starbucks coffee business <laughs> meetings. <laughs> I really should write those off. Um, yeah. <laughs> we do, go ahead. I'm not interrupting you again. And we will, you know, if if before the next week's show, we'll sit down and we're having our coffee and we'll pull that up and we'll look through well, what's on here that we can really, you know, talk about and, this week. And sink our teeth into. Yeah. And I know we have a question. Okay. Oh, yes. hey, yeah. I, I have a lot of questions about <laughs> and I'm trying to ask them at the point when we're on that topic. This is a technical question um, that the Florida Law made me think of. Do you know, um, this is probably more for you, but I don't know if you've worked on the docket as well, um, is there a way you can put a marker in while you're recording? For example, if something goes wrong, like you say, you know, we have like, you know, our sushi takeaway arrives or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, okay, cool. So what I do at the moment is I kind of clap twice so that I'll see that spike and know there's something there to take out. But surely there must be a way to... You know, so I don't know if you've been watching, I have yourself yeah, can press so this button. Maybe 
because this will actually put markers into the file. So when you put it into Audacity or I put it into Audition, there's mm -hmm. actually literal markers in the top of the file that show where I just pressed that button. Okay. So so this is a this is a Zoom recorder they call this, uh -huh. but you can do it in uh, Audition because you can right click and say Set Marker and it will put one in. I don't know if you've ever done yeah. that. Okay. We no, have. we we've never done that. Yeah. Um, I I do it a little bit more primitively <laughs> when we're recording in front of the computer. I I have the software running on the screen while we're sitting there talking and I always keep a pad of paper <laughs> in front of me time. and as we're recording I'm always watching the screen anyway to make sure and if something comes up like that I'll just okay 1.55.30 yeah you know yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the reason, one of the reasons I use this rather than doing it on the computer is so that I can just press the button and it will mark yeah. it for no, me. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's so useful to be able to, because as you said, coming back to them, and sometimes you'll go to write it and then you'll start talking and go, oh, I've gone, it's gone, I've lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. 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 More questions? More yeah, questions. questions, go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I have a question about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart, which is um, privacy and anonymity mm -hmm. with podcasting. Um, I mean, having listened to your podcast, you all sound exactly the same in real life as you do on your podcasts. Um, is there, <laughs> how, how do you balance that when you're not completely out in the world? Can I ask a do? question back in response to that? Would yes. you know my voice from any other New Zealander that you, that came across in the street that started talking to you? Probably Would not. you be able to pick which one of us was the person? Probably not if I didn't know you in person. Yeah. But as soon as I heard yeah. you, I went, oh, yeah, I recognise yeah. you. But I'm the only Kiwi here with this. So, and I'm aware of that, but out on the street, nobody knows me. And it's right. sort of like when you get yeah. outed in the kink community, if or you're worried about being outed, if they're at the same kink thing you're at, then they are in the yeah. same risk. Mm -hmm. So if somebody mm -hmm. recognises your voice because they're listening to your sexy podcast, then you have to go, well, wait a moment. You're the one listening to sexy yeah. podcasts, yeah, right? So it is a balancing act, and you do have to think of your mm -hmm. own personal, what your personal comfort level. Um, I did kind of worry about that, but then mm -hmm. that was sort of how I looked at it. Was if you hear, if you're listening to something called loving BDSM, and you're like, <laughs> I know that voice. Yeah. Well, then you're listening to something called loving BDSM, and I know a lot more yeah. about you than you know about me. So that was how I chose yeah. to do it. I, I was less concerned about my voice being recognized when I started, because originally I did not do the podcast with her. I was strictly tech. <laughs> she she'd record, she she recorded it, and then she brought me the file, and I would sit there and edit and do whatever I had to do with it. Um, I, I When I started doing it more with you, I was less concerned about people recognizing my voice than my face. I mean, a face is much yeah. more recognizable. And you know, I'm, I'm with you on that, which is why, you know, the red. Um, and I totally understand where you're coming from yeah. because before we started this, I was like, well, I don't know about this because my voice is unique in the UK. I'm, I'm not a mm -hmm. British voice, so I don't blend in. I stand out. Yeah. Um, so that was a consideration. Right. But then it's like, yeah, but really, who knows me from any other Kiwi on the street? No one. Mm -hmm. But I'm more like my, yeah, I don't yeah. want my face or my picture. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't put my face to anything because yeah. of my job. But like, right. I mean, I've guested on Consensually Speaking and guesting on your podcast at some point this weekend. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just like, but do I want to take the risk of going as far as doing my own? I don't know. It feels riskier. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the softwares, um, I know Audacity does, um, as you edit 
the file, the sound file, it has filters. So if you really, you know, have that concern, you, you can actually run the, the file through a filter to alter your voice. Um, it, it depends. It would sound like a robot's talking through a, yeah, well, through a yeah. toy telephone. I, I mean, you, 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 can, you can go as little or as extreme yeah. as you want. Would I sound like me or would I sound like a robot? <laughs> yeah. It's like Instagram, okay? You filter a little bit, you filter a lot. It's, yeah. 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 But a, a great example of that is Girl Annette. She is repurposing a lot of her old content mm -hmm. into blog posts. Now, Girl Annette is one of the most secretive people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But she is happy to have her voice out there because you could not pick her out of a crowd. Yeah. But again, it comes down to personal comfort, doesn't yes. it? Like, yes. If it you're really, if you're really want to stay anonymous, then maybe you shouldn't do it. But you are revealing little bits of yourself, so you just got to be. You make. You've got to make your own decision. I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> so this is all technical. Um, where are you on kind of the ideal podcast length? We come from different camps because you'll listen to podcasts. I'm not much of a listener of podcasts. I, I listen to a few that I particularly like. And I'll be honest and say I get bored very easily because I need to be occupied. Um, so the written word I find easier because I'm occupied. Listening, my mind starts to wander, whereas you particularly enjoy podcasts versus yeah. the written word. Yeah. So we try and keep ours at about 30 to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because that's about as much as my attention span will go for. Yep. Um, I mean, and when we do an article, it's usually about nine minutes. It's even shorter. I mean, yeah. the average recommended YouTube video length is about 14 minutes, and that's when you're watching video with it as well. But when it's a discussion, I think it's a bit different. Yeah, isn't it? it is, and yeah. it, it does depend. Well, we do so many now. It does depend on the content. So, yeah. yes, our conversations. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Our conversations are... The podcast started, Loving BDSM podcast started, I, t I even said in the very first episode, I feel so sorry for anybody who goes back to the first episode, because I was like, these will be less than 15 minutes, I'm just going to tell you a thought I had. <laughs> I lied, I lied, yeah, I did. lied. Yes, she did. And they, they gradually grew longer, because I found I had so much I wanted to say, I wanted to communicate. And then when we got together, it and did them together, I was a little nervous, because yes, who wants to listen to the same two voices for over an hour? And what we have found is... If the content is engaging, like not every episode gets the same amount of downloads or the, the same right. length of listen. You can tell if it was kind of a dud, we weren't quite on, because people might not listen all the way through. We get a few, some fewer downloads. Yeah. Um, but in general, the fact that our numbers continue to grow means this is working for us. Um, now with the smart answer that I keep that to 30 minutes because that the purpose of that is to give people tips and tricks and then let, let them go on about their whole life. Cause none of us have time to blog anyway. So I want to make it quick. And then with Masturbation Monday, those have been even less than nine minutes. They've yeah, been well, six looks or like they say reading, reading an article five to ten minutes yeah. depending on the length of the... So it does all depend know. on the content. So I would yeah. say don't be afraid to vary it. If and you, experiment. Yeah. yeah. If there's nothing out there that's five minutes long, give it a shot. 
Go for it. Mm -hmm. Another question from the audience. I'm sorry, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. <laughs> um, how do you monetize a podcast? Monetize oh. Monetize monetize? That is a million dollar <laughs> question. God, if I could get that right, I would be so rich. Um, the <laughs> Before you go in, yes. is monetizing a podcast any different to monetizing a blog or a YouTube channel? Not really. Not really. It, I don't think so. I don't think so no. because the, the little bit of money that we've made has been very similar to the little bit of money I used to make on my blog. I waited for people to come to me. And the real key is because we are adult-oriented, I can't go into the podcasting networks we use Blueberry as our, our host company, okay? And they do, they've let us. Loving BDSM, I've got, you know, a very kind of kinky looking logo. I've got BDSM in my name. And they've let us um, enter their network for sponsorships to potentially monetize the blog. Uh, nobody ever is willing to sign up with us because, yeah. right, kink. But I'm, I still get to be there. Um, so what's happened is... The little bit of money we've made has been from people approaching us because people are talking about us and we have this community mm -hmm. and we have sort of a, a presence online. But the real way to do it until you can make that a self-perpetuating kind of thing is you have to go out and you have to pitch yourself and you have to say, hey, mm -hmm. I've got this podcast with this many downloads mm -hmm. and this many listeners and I've got this community, I've got this website and here, here are my numbers. Don't you want to be a part of that? Um, what I like about that is it gives me a lot more control. So I can make sure it's companies I'm willing to put our name on. Right. And it's not just anybody. I'm not just selling Blue Apron like every other podcast on there. <laughs> um, so sorry to Blue Apron if a rep is listening and they're kinky. Um, <laughs> I would totally take your money, Blue Apron. Um, but the other way that I've done it, and it's it works only if you do it um, multiple times, is I've taken my affiliates. If there's a product I really love, I'll say, oh, this week's episode is sponsored by, and it's some affiliate, mm -hmm. some company I'm an affiliate with, and then I tell them why I like the product, and I give the affiliate code. And then, because we do show notes as well, that link sits mm -hmm. there forever, and people can come. And it's, it's slower going because adult brands aren't quite used to working with podcasters yet, adult podcasters. Um, but it's to me, it's not much different than monetizing a blog. No. If you want to get rich, though, podcasting probably isn't the way to do it. No, not unless you're like Pod Save America or NPR. Yeah, I mean, we're not them. Yeah. Another question. But there, there are ways to do it, and there's some people sitting in front of you you should yeah. probably talk to. Yes, yeah. you can do it way better than I can. Can I just bounce off what you said about um, sort of pitching? Mm -hmm. How do you get that data? Because, for example, like Apple Podcasts, you can't. There's no way of finding it, aren't So we're on Libsyn. We're on Blueberry. You're on Blueberry. I'm on Blueberry, too, but I will show you. I'll show you so, after this. There's so I can go to my stats and I can see how many times it's been downloaded, when it's been downloaded, what countries downloaded mm -hmm. it. I can't tell how much they listened through, but as you said, sure. if the numbers are down, chances I didn't listen to the end. Mm -hmm. So I can get that sort of information out of Libsyn. I'm assuming Blueberry, Blueberry does. Blueberry does, and they mm -hmm. offer what they call professional stats with paid hosting. Mm -hmm. So you can, they had some basic stats when, before I paid. I was just using, I can't remember what, I was just using them for stats is what I was doing. Um, and they had some stats and then now I'm, I hosted them and I get what they call professional stats and I can see all of that same data. I can yeah. see everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that's what you should, and use that in combination with your Google Analytics to show, you know, what traffic are you getting to your site, what number of listens you're getting. And if it's attached to a blog, so if you're doing this on like piggybacking with your blog, the way to monetize to go back to that is I will get um, somebody who says, hey, uh, I'd like to sponsor content on, on your blog. I'm like, ha ha, I got a better offer for you. 
do, would you like to be part of the podcast? I can get you in front of, guaranteed, I can get you in front of 3,000 people or, or whatever. And for some companies, that's that's more attractive. And I can I can leverage it. Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's because I do have those that data. Yep. Yep. Good, another question. As in the markets you are focused on, I have a uh, personal finance uh, blog at home, mm -hmm. very relevant podcast also, mm -hmm. that's legitimate. Do you think it's legitimate? Legal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> adult uh, podcasts uh, are limited in their marketing possibilities. How do you do that? Just like any other blog, you show up consistently, you have social media presence, you mm -hmm. get to know other people. Um, it starts off very slow. Uh, we're dealing with baby podcasts right now. Loving BDSM has been going for almost three uh, years three now. Years so August, it's self-perpetuating. Yes. People listen, they're sharing it. We are still there. We still have a presence, but we don't have to have quite as much because they're doing it for us. And we have these little baby podcasts where it's just consistently showing up. We right. keep our schedule of our publishing, our posting schedule so people know when to expect us um, we do use podcast directories that will have us not all podcast directories will yeah. let you um, and then we just make sure we're talking about it and and that's probably where we fall down the most we have this great archive and we're not putting it out there as much as we can yeah. but it's it's just like you promote any other yeah. anything else mm -hmm. and also I've got to add to that sorry <laughs> uh, I think one of the things you can do is get involved with the community whatever community it is get on their podcast you want to get in front of new audiences so get on their mm -hmm. podcast and pimp your own stuff, effectively. Because I think I'm very spoiled by personal finance. Everybody wants to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, this is it. They're, they're more than happy. to do that. Yeah. Right. Adult uh, stuff is very tricky. It's, very, it's, it's a different, yeah. And uh, yeah. that's not that much. Mm -hmm. So it's going very slow, I guess. It can it, be. It if, can be. We yeah. have some friends, though, that that's all they do is they go from podcast to podcast, and there's sort of this marrying of each other. They jump from each other's. We don't do that as we're getting into it a little bit more. That's our plan, but mm -hmm. we don't do that quite as much. And yet, they've got great growth from it. I mean, we had we did have a big spike. We were on um, Proud to Be Kinky's um, podcast for an interview, mm -hmm. and they um, we've got couple hundred just from that one and then because these things live on as archives forever you get people right. all the time back and forth yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it's one of the best ways to do it mm -hmm. <clears throat> well i was gonna add is that um I, I saw a niche in the market probably about 12 months ago that there is no real centralized hub that adult podcasts radios blogs uh can be presented on so i've put together a, a website called the uk adult network that will be launching in the next two months it's that what the aim is is that we are a centralized unit for adult content that um, after the content is presented and growing that we have an opportunity to then um, earn percentages from sponsorships and marketing for each show and the network as a whole so that's going to be coming up in the next couple of months but this is something that i mean we've been going probably the same time as you we've, we've been going for three years and um we started off as an internet-based radio show so we use Spreaker to update our podcasts as we progress so, so there's there's loads really loads of different great information about what's going on but this is one of the things that that you know as as any, any erotic or sex related um content it, everything's very divided there's no real place of okay well, if i want that i type in that and i search and i scroll through all these things and i find you and then okay if i want this specific word then i spend 20 minutes and i scroll and i find you this is why we, we really need, this is how important something like UCAN, I call it for short, but it's UK Network, 
to be able to centralize that one place that everybody can go to and go, well, I can find you there, you there, you there, you there, you there, all of this stuff for them. So keep an eye on that. It's on, mm. they're on we're on Twitter now. Okay. But yeah, sorry, plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> We need more places that are safe yes. places yeah. for us yeah. to promote ourselves. That's right. the hardest part. That, that, this is why it, I saw there was nobody doing yeah. it. It needs mm -hmm. to be done, so let's do it. And let's mm -hmm. gain momentum, strengthen love and unity all in one place. Yep. So there's yeah. a flip side to that. There are various networks out there, and I've been approached by various radio stations who will just say, can we just use your content? No, you cannot just take my content and grow your radio station off the back of my content. It's the same for bloggers and everything else. No, you've got some of this stuff is brilliant, and when it's community-based, fantastic. There's also plenty of people out there who will just say, can we just use your content for free and we'll make some profit off it? Because they do steal your content. Oh, they'll yeah. take it. Yeah, we've had yeah. whole articles yes. taken. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. what you experience in the blogger world, you will it's then experience in the podcaster world. But until you learn more about that part of the world, it'll be harder to catch at first. Yeah. Um, so. um, in Colin. terms of growing audiences, um, one of the things that we found works very well for us is guests mm. yeah. and be a guest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because... Rather than say, if you come on our show, you, you naturally draw some of your audience. We draw some of your audience, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. vice versa. Yeah. People, mm -hmm. and that works. That's one of the best ways is is getting on other people. Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely. Sure. There's there's so much space out there for everybody. Yeah, right. yeah. And you you being on someone else's, it's, 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 you know. Yeah. One of the, one of the best things you can do. We've had good feedback from that where we've been on something and someone goes. Never knew you were out there. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, I'm going back and I'm listening to everything. And we're like, please don't. Just <laughs> but, right. But, yeah, and they but do. Yeah. They Why would you want to do that? Through yeah. the whole catalogue. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you do realise it's like two years worth of podcasts. Weekly. They're going to lose their audience because, because somebody similar. You're going to lose your audience because someone similar. I think it's quite the opposite. But it, yeah, yeah, it is, it is the opposite yeah. because. You're on for what half an hour a week yeah. or an hour a week or whatever, and there's another whole yeah, exactly. I think it's also, it's also mm -hmm. different topics. Like we've had you guys on, mm -hmm. and yeah. and that's gone over well because it's been very specific to BDSM. Whereas we're very much anything and everything. We would talk about all kinds of all topics, sorts of, yeah, all and sorts it tends of to be more in general terms, not so much about ourselves personally. Um, that's just the way our podcast is. You Whereas yours topical? is more. We will. Yeah, we we do try to be topical, but we focus on other weirder things. So, for example, when the Turing Law came out, mm. not something that a lot of people are going to hear about, but it's something that it was it's very very important, and I wanted to make sure we talked about it. But we don't jump on topical stuff. Just we'll jump more on topical stuff that's topical to us. Yeah. Yeah. That strikes yeah. a chord with us. Um, we did one on rape play, and and a lot of that was because we had a friend who had been attacked and and it had all gone wrong. And it was kind of like, you know, this is important, and a lot of lot of judgment was there on. Well, you shouldn't have been playing in that way. Well, yes, she why shouldn't she? You know, and it was quite controversial for a lot of people. They're like, don't get this. No, this shouldn't be out. Then we're like, okay, we may rock the boat a little. But sometimes you do need to rock the boat, yeah. and it's presenting a different argument, and it's something that we felt quite strongly about that people yeah. have a choice. It wasn't so much about the topic, but it was you have a choice in what you do, and you have a choice to be safe in what you do, and we felt it was important. So we're topical in that way more than 
what's in the going. News. Yeah, I mean, yeah. our rants become topical, especially yeah. political, and especially with. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm on behalf of America. I apologize, <laughs> especially with a certain president, <laughs> and, and for me, um, gun control because. I'm just so angry. Yeah, about we try to stick to Florida, sex stuff, but, but it doesn't doesn't work out that I'm way. So but I think sorry. that's the thing. It, it, <laughs> as you said, it doesn't always have to be about sex or kink or anything else. You tend to come back to it. Right, if that's your yeah. thing. And I was thinking, we are very evergreen. So our topics are things that, not on purpose, we didn't sit out and go, we're going to do stuff that will yeah, last forever. Right. We talk about real life stuff that happens to people every single day, just mm. in context of a DS relationship. And so it is always um, astounding when somebody says, I have listened to your entire archive. And I think, I could not listen to my voice for that long, but thank you. Yeah. But then I think, okay, that's that's okay because those topics, we might even change how we view a topic and we'll come back to it we'll, and say we'll that come we back have. And talk about but it again. the information is still good no matter when they listen to us. So that's actually mm -hmm. been helpful for us in growing because it it's... If we get topical at all, it's during our, our little bonus section. Like yeah. today, on this Tuesday, mm -hmm. this thing happened and we might talk about it, but that's mm -hmm. outside of the content. There's, there's definite advantage in not being topical mm -hmm. because, as you said, it creates this evergreen content that people will always find. Mm -hmm. At least that's how we found it, anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's quiet. I know. Yes. Do we, was it like drinking from a fire hose? <laughs> a lot all at once we tried not to i think uh, something that might be good for people that's doing it on a regular basis is a, a follow-on to the next next week's show so if you're doing something like, i don't know either like a quiz or something if you have a product or you can get sponsorship from from companies that that uh, will give you money to promote their products to do giveaways you can do a quick quiz question that you give the answer to next week and then people have to get in touch with you so not only do you build an audience, but you build up that want to, to listen to your next week's next week's show. Yep. Um, mm, that's good. So yeah, and there's loads of little games. We do loads of little games. We do sound get sound of the week, and everybody always thinks it's erotic, and it's me like squeaking something. <laughs> Let's catch up. Yeah, more than happy to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've often teamed up with Loving BDSM and vice versa. Yep. And it's we're forever. Well. We're forever talking about the. <laughs> I know, back and forth, and and that's the the other cool thing for content 
wise and for for building credibility with your audience when you tell them things you love you genuinely like mm -hmm. they will go and check it yeah. out and, and it doesn't take from our audience at all no, no. no. Um, but there's another so thing we don't lose the audience from a if, if you go to somebody and say, I love what you do, I've got a podcast, they'll talk to you. Mm. They'll go, yeah, I want to talk to you because mm. you're highlighting them. You, mm. are, you are raising them up by having them on your podcast. Mm. And as you said, they will bring their own audience mm. to it at that point. And also being a guest on other people's podcasts means that that's an episode they don't have to try and come up with a topic with because you're coming to them with a topic. Right. Um, yeah. And especially if it's you know, something of interest. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things as well that, that we, we could simply do something for, as, as easy as today is to create a retweet group and what a retweet, a retweet an RT group, is how it's said right, right now, um, is so that every time that you've got something that you want to promote, you put it into the retweet group and then everybody then retweets it all the way around everybody's network, um, which is really, really simple, but then you grow and develop and boost that way. We've done it for a couple of businesses. Yeah. I've done it with um, the sex work communities as well, where we've got political stuff for, for sex work. Mm -hmm. And you know, rather than getting maybe 15 or, or 20 retweets, you're looking at about 48, 50, 70 retweets um, on that day. So and it does work, doesn't it? It really I does work. I don't think it just went up some Yeah. Social media is king, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I, I would argue that maybe Google is king. Twitter is, is nice, but it does not have a long tail. And if you're shadow banned, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. true. If you're shadow banned, yeah. your hashtags don't matter. People who don't follow you, they don't see you. It's it's frustrating. It's a workaround. It's why it does. we would never just have a podcast somewhere and not have a home base of a website with content to have for other people mm -hmm. to find us. We would never just live on Apple Podcasts or just live and always have a home base because Twitter is, Twitter will, just like all of them, they'll cut you off at the yeah. knees. I mean, we yeah. we kind of promote on Facebook and actually we have gotten traffic from Facebook because there's all those yeah. secret Facebook groups mm -hmm. and people will pick up our link and go, this mm -hmm. was a great episode and they'll drop it in their Facebook group and out of nowhere, we've got all these people coming from Facebook, right. but I'm not going to start promoting on Facebook. I say you know, words like kinky fuckery and ah, you know, people can't handle mm -hmm. it. So it's, yeah, it's a... Yeah. Yes, yeah. Just, just disappears. Just exactly. Yeah. Just vanishes. So yeah. I, it can be useful mm -hmm. as long as you stay under their radar mm -hmm. and they leave you alone, or if you have a good mm -hmm. group of people like that. But for just mm -hmm. living and dying by your Twitter feed, it's yeah. it's never going to okay. be enough. Well, that's like that's like Instagram is the same thing. I mean, we do promote some things on Instagram. But because it's owned by Facebook and uses the same algorithms, yeah. you have to be very careful yes. what you put out there. Yeah, I've been banned on Facebook many a times. <laughs> yeah. 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 Aww. <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah, we'll block you. It's fine. <laughs> so I have a question for everybody before we, we pack up because we're very close. Who is going to start a podcast this year? Anyone else? Who's thinking about it and right. really kind of wants to, but is still unsure? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was... I'm, I'm not, it's not a cheat rate, but um, my boss has decided to bring it online. Right. Um, in terms of content, because that is always the big question we mm -hmm. all ask ourselves, go back to what you've already got. If you're already a blogger, you've got content. Yeah. Go back to things you've yeah. written and say, did I not say everything? Have I, have my thoughts on this changed? And the cool thing is, I've, I'm learning this with, with some of what we're doing, 
is I'll take a piece of content and I'll link to that and go, oh, I talked about it here. That's great for my, my readers mm -hmm. who want to actually read something. Here, I'm going to expand on it. And some mm -hmm. people go back and look at that old content and go, oh, right. well, what did you actually say? And it's, it's an interbreeding, mm -hmm. so to speak, of content. And so use yeah. what you've already got. If you're a blogger, use what you've already got. Yep. Unless, like I said, you've got these burning conversations you're having with yourself, mm -hmm. record those conversations. But the, the right. people you reach through the through a podcast it, it, I find it's a different audience mm -hmm. than the ones that read your blog. Yes, you have some that overlap, yeah. but you, you, you're basically reaching a new audience. Yeah. And the podcast audience, to me, I love my readers. I love my blog. Here, let me put said this in the mic. I love my blog readers. Uh, <laughs> podcast listeners, because they hear your voice, it's inherently personal. I get messages mm -hmm. from people where they have bared their soul to me, and I think, Wow, that's kind of a big responsibility. I know more about you mm -hmm. than your mother does. <laughs> okay. But they they feel like they know you because they hear your voice. And so there is a certain responsibility yeah. there. But when they become your fan, they are your fan. You have to really screw up for them mm -hmm. not to want to be your fan anymore. You, I mean, as long as you sort of honor that relationship you're mm -hmm. creating with them, they're there for you. You yeah. say, hey, I got mm -hmm. this thing. Will you help me? Our $200 mic. When we finally went from just the laptop to, ooh, look, a brand new mic. We said it on our podcast. We need help. We can't afford this right now. And we had people, they were buying a fit. They were using affiliate links. They were sponsoring. I was getting donations mm -hmm. through PayPal. They helped us because they cared. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't have done that on episode one, no. but on episode 50, 60, whatever it was, right. we could. We developed that relationship. Because we had developed a relationship with our listeners. They, mm -hmm. I mean, we, it, it boggles my mind. We receive messages from from people through Twitter, through through FetLife, you know, all all the different places, and they're just like, we are so thankful for your for your content. You know, the the stuff you've put out there has helped us immensely, and it it, it just blows my mind. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I think the thing is, you know, repurposing your content you've already got is a good thing, even if you're a solo um, podcaster. Get get a guest in to talk about something you've written or something they've written, and have that discussion. Um, and you've got a podcast. It's easy. You don't have to create anything new for it. You're taking something you've already done, but bringing it out in perhaps a different way. And yes, it will not sound as good to you in the first few episodes yeah. as you want it to. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Go back That's to your right. first few blog posts. You, your eyes will bleed, right? You'll be like, oh my God, I published that? It's the same with your episodes. And that's okay. People are forgiving of that. If they see episode one and you're not a corporation, they don't expect perfection. Your first listeners will be people who are already reading you or following you on social media, most likely. Yeah. They'll forgive you that. Yeah. Brilliant. I think that's it. Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Smutlancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords, and John Brownstone, and Andrew and Pixie of Kinkcraft. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smutlancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smutlancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at Kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening, and let's do this again next week.